Beautiful. That's the word some people use for me. <laughs> I doubt it. Christian, if you, let's, you know, if you're like in an elevator and you're falling, if you hit the ground and you're in that elevator, you'll probably die. Like, the, let's say the elevator's falling, right? That is the story. Yeah. That if you hit the ground and die in your dream. No, not talking about dreams, talking about reality. Oh. If you are in an elevator and, <laughs> and it's crashing to the ground and oh, you're yeah. inside, you yeah. die, right? Yeah, unless you were able to jump right at the bottom really that's, quick. That's my question. Would you be able to jump at the bottom and somehow survive? Like I, if like if you timed it perfectly, and there's no way for you to do it, I, I'd imagine. But if you're falling from like 30 floors up, and right before the elevator hits the bottom, if you could jump, would that save your life? I don't, I feel like it would not save your life because the force that would be needed in that jump. Because it'd be pushing you down, right? Yeah. So if you like for you to be able to, but all you need is like a couple inches, right? That's the only, that's the jump you'd need is a couple inches. But if you, if you were able to jump with that much power, wouldn't you just jump straight into the ceiling and through it and like kill yourself that way? You maybe, but, I, but no, cause the room, the, the ceiling is so is high enough. Right. And if you jump just a couple of inches, you're on the ground. You jump a couple of inches, you're not going to hit the, the ceiling of that elevator. Is it possible to put out that much force that quickly? <laughs> okay. I don't know. And just stop after an inch or two off the ground. I don't know. What I'm saying is, okay, what if let's say you initiate a somersault in the moment before. So let's say you like grab or you don't even have to jump. You just lift your knees up and pull, like pull your knees up to your chest almost in like a cannonball fashion and just enough to get your feet off the ground. What about that? Would that save you? In an infinite number of universes, okay. it would probably save you <laughs> at least in one of them. Yeah. Are we, are we getting the Loki references out early in this episode or? Multiverse doesn't always have to be Loki. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I guess that's freaky deaky. Freaky. That's like a callback to episode one or two, right? Yeah. Early on. Yeah. We should we should do more of those. Just find really random questions. Because <laughs> that, that was fun. Yeah. Do, do that as random. For episodes where you don't have a cold open, just think of a weird question to ask. <laughs> that was a weird question. It was. But it's one that I've wanted to do probably for the last year. I, just, <laughs> I could never fit in anywhere. I was like, oh, this would be a good time. All right. Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. Today, it is just Christian and I because, guys, I don't know how to break this to you, but Heather, she quit. She said she hates us and that she hates everything we're a part of, and she doesn't want to be a part of this anymore. I'm sorry. And I'm breaking this news to Christian right now. He has no idea. It's tragic. We're all greatly disheartened by it, but... I feel like I'm dreaming or, like, having a nightmare and... Yeah. I'm like, that's how I felt, too, when we heard the news. And yeah. Heather, if you're out there listening, why? What did we do? You know, it, come this, home. This was really uncalled for. Yeah. And we're both angry now. And all of our listeners should be as well. Everyone <laughs> be mad at Heather. She's not here. No, just kidding. Heather's not. Haha, gotcha. <laughs> I, she's, she's, she's still here. She's not in the studio with us. That would actually be a great thing to do when she was in the studio. <laughs> yeah. 
but I feel like she, I feel like she'd jump in before we got a chance to play it out. Yeah. So now she's not with us in studio. She has children, and those children are showing flu-like symptoms. So they've been throwing up, having a great time. Heather probably doesn't want that imagery out there, but it's too late. It's there. Here's the imagery to imagine: is you're hearing this the same time Heather's hearing this, and she's sitting there wondering, "Wait, did they? Are we no longer working together?" Yeah. She's very confused right now. Just imagine that. Yeah, confused or typing a strongly worded text message to the both of us via a group chat that the three of us are in. So that's possible as well. But yeah, so that's a long roundabout way of saying that. Joke's on you. Yeah, Heather's not here today. <laughs> but today we are talking about something fun and interesting that is uh, False Awakenings, Dream Loops, and the Human Subconscious. And this is one that I've wanted to do for a while, but I didn't actually do it. But the reason I actually got around to doing it finally is because my wife, Christian's daughter, found herself in a dream loop recently that seemed to shake her pretty badly. Uh, now she's given me permission to share some of the details here on the podcast. So we'll kickstart the episode off with her story and then share some other terrifying accounts we've collected from the vast digital expanse known as the Internet. She had a dream that she was in the bathroom and the shower door opened by itself. And so obviously she panicked. She tried to leave the bathroom and she fell down on the floor and tried to yell out for my name, but her mouth wasn't saying anything. She was trying to yell for me, but she couldn't make any sound, right? That's the worst. That is the worst. And I have tons of dreams with that. And I'm sure every one of our listeners does as well. So yeah, she, she tried to scream out for me, but mouth wasn't making any noise. She woke up and then she rolled over and she tried to tell me the dream, but I wouldn't wake up. And the bathroom door started to open, and she said that she saw something in the crack of the opening, like staring at her. And she felt like it was like this like demon or something demonic coming at her, right? And so she tries to rebuke it and wakes up. What the hell's rebuke? Rebuke is like using the Lord's name to tell it to get the fuck away from you. To being like, I may not have power here, but God does. You don't belong here. Essentially Do you being use like, that same potty mouth when you're speaking to the Lord? Sometimes. Right? Not, not to the Lord praying. Actually, well, sometimes I've been known to be salty when I'm praying. When I'm in an upset Like when, you're, when you see a demon in the bathroom? That is a time to be salty. Yeah, for sure that. But <laughs> shouldn't you be more respectful to the Lord at a time like that? Just in case the Lord is like, hey, in those moments, I probably well, actually, you know what? I don't know if I would, because I would probably be if I'm telling something to get the hell out of my house, I'm probably going to be a little pissed about it. You know, so and I have been in the past. As a matter of fact, that's the only thing that's worked in the history of all the things I've tried. Smudging, saging, all that fun stuff. None of it. You know what I find works hmm. in situations like that? What's that? Just some alcohol. Hey, want a drink? Demon's like, yeah. I'll be on my way. Oh, he's like, oh, I don't got to do any corrupting here. This guy's already, already. Yeah, that's, yeah. thank you. I was parched. And then he leaves to go on to the next person. Precisely. Right. And so anyway, <laughs> sorry, back to the demon in the doorway. Right. So, so she sees something in the doorway that she thinks is demonic. She tries to rebuke it and then she wakes up again. Mm -hmm. Right. And she wakes up and she tries to wake me up and I wasn't waking up. Spoiler alert. Uh, she says she felt something grab her arm and like scratch her arm and then she woke up again for real. So creepy as hell. And I mean, I've had weird experiences and I think you have too, where you kind of wake up and get like doing your day and your routine and you'll wake up and be like, oh, well, that was all useless. I should have just kept sleeping, you know, um, but I've never actually had a dream where I've seen like anything demon like and then wake up and then be like, oh, great. It's here again. You yeah. Know? So I don't know how to feel about that. Um, and she was terrified from that shit. Like literally. How recent is this dream? A couple months, probably within the last couple months. At some point I'll have further theories on this dream. Yeah. But not, yeah. not for this episode. 
But the fact that when she tried to call you and no sound came out, the reason that I think gives us that really familiar feeling is because that is like one of the scariest things that happens to us. I think for most of us is that dream where we cannot call for help and you know, you can't like, because you're in the dream and it's not coming out. You might be making some weird noises to yourself, but that help you're calling out for cannot physically come out of your mouth. And and that's when you like doubt everything in this world and you're truly scared. And then you wake up and you're like, oh, thank God that didn't really happen. But that moment when you can't speak in a dream is terrifying. That moment and the moment where you're trying to run away from something, but you're going like, it feels like you're running through water because it's just slow motion. Yeah. I don't know if you read that. I have now I'm now I'm like, oh, maybe I should That's just the most fly. Terrifying. And then yeah. I fly. <laughs> really? really? You just lucid dream your way through everything? I, I'm Fine. very lucky with my dreaming these days. I don't think it's always been that way because I've had these same things happen. And thinking you wake up, I mean, that's a pretty, the different levels of her waking up are yeah. pretty scary. And then seeing a demon in the bathroom door. And then the whole time, every time she thinks she's safe, something else happens. Yeah. And I mean, this this shook her to the point where like our bathroom is literally six feet from our bed mm-hmm. and so when if she woke up in the middle of the night for like next couple of weeks literally she'd wake me up and i'd have to stand outside the bathroom to make sure that nothing bad happened <laughs> and then escort her six feet back to the bed to go back to sleep so like and understandably so because if that were to happen to me i would probably think about it every time i went to the bathroom for like a year yeah maybe more you know so kudos on her for getting over it pretty quickly it's when i hear stories like that is when i'm really thankful that i'm kind of skeptical yeah because i'm like whatever that didn't happen yeah and that it that gives me some peace and like it doesn't make you think like but what if that did happen like what wouldn't that the reason i freaked out a little bit when she told me that was because of a few weeks prior to that was when i was walking to this this studio we're in right now and the door opened for me like as i was walking up to the and that freaked me out and then when she told me that i'm like oh shit uh-oh I was like, it's something in the house, you know, so I, do I need to be worried about something like that's either tr- coming for us or, you know. What if it's just something that exists and it's just like, well, it's creepy. A, it might be kind of creepy, but yeah. it's not like after you, it's just like, hey, we just happened to <laughs> live in the same space on different realms. Yeah. We can kind of see each other. Let's, yeah. What can you do, man? We're neighbors. If, if she wouldn't, if she wouldn't have started panicking when that door was, when she saw some of the cracks of the door. When it fun- finished opening, it would have been like, hey, what's up? It's your boy. No, yeah. I don't know about all that, but sure, we'll give it that. Anyway, that's a long way of saying that's why I finally got around to doing a dream loop episode because my wife, your daughter, had a dream loop, had a false awakening several times over that panicked the hell out of her. And I was like, oh, so now I can kind of complete this episode with a personal story of sorts. Right. So, And, and I think what's cool about this is I really do think this is something we've all experienced at some point. So it's a very familiar thing, mm. but also that's probably why it kind of chills us to hear these stories. Yeah. It, it really makes you feel like you don't have much control on the world around you. Yeah. Even when you finally do wake up like, oh, it's just a dream. If your dreams can be that terrifying or, or can produce that level of panic, that doesn't feel healthy. No. No, it does not. Yeah. And that's scary in itself that your brain is going to put you through that stress or you're actually experiencing something that's really happening, which, okay, you should be stressed because a damn ghost is after you or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little spooky. I don't know. Anything that involves the possibility of demons is 
little freaky deaky in my book. So yeah, luckily, luckily they don't exist. Yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> ah, yeah, who could have called you saying that? Aren't you happy to hear that? Oh, for the millionth time, no, I am not. Yeah, so let's dive right into the, the first story here. Get this show going before we drone on into something completely random which we are wont to do when Heather's not around. So, right. Um, yeah, this, okay, this first one comes from Avenged Thrice, and it's from the Lucid Dreaming subreddit. I've titled this one Doorway Peeper. Is this like the banging in the closet? <laughs> no. Level no, of stuff? Not quite. But I, I have a Doorway Peeper story myself. Remember that? From episode two, when I was trying to fall asleep, and that little, that shadow person with the white eye was like staring at me from just oh, yeah. the, the edge of the wall. And then like, when I saw it, we both kind of freaked out. And, yeah. Great, great time. Yeah, that would be. That's still burned Again, in my memory. Doesn't yeah. that make you feel like, hey, we're neighbors? No. <laughs> you know, like he was, he was felt just as awkward as you felt, or maybe just as scared. He felt something. Hmm. He felt something. But it could, I think it was just because the way I reacted. I said, oh, hell no. And I started getting out the bed and he was like, and then he went, and it, yeah, which He's never like, happens, by the way. I him, Mom, I, I had a dream about a ghost. And they're like, they're evil people. Those ghosts are the worst. Human yeah. ghost. I know you want to just get read and I keep talking. I do. So I really ahead. do. I've been staring at the story for a while. Avenge thrice. Thank you for. See, now I'm off my game. I appreciate that. You're question. welcome. This happened some years ago. And so I don't remember the details of my original lucid dream. What I do remember is that I was having a great time when I suddenly woke up in my bed. Thinking nothing was the matter, I went to close my eyes again only to see a dark figure walk right past my doorway with its head turned toward me. Knowing this couldn't possibly be a family member or friend, I was completely alone in the house. I promptly freaked the fuck out. At that moment, I woke up again, only to see the same figure walk past while looking at me. This continued two to three more times until I started to seriously lose my head. It must have literally happened another 10 times to the point where I finally woke up for real. I was completely drenched in sweat and shaking profusely. It took me about five minutes to gain the courage to get out of my bed and exit my room, but I was still far from convinced that I was actually awake. For the entire day, I was extremely anxious and could not function normally. To this day, recalling that morning scares the shit out of me, especially knowing it might happen again, mainly because false awakenings are not uncommon for me, but normally they are not unpleasant. Needless to say, this experience steered me away from attempting lucid dreaming for a few years. Wow. Ooh, I don't like that. Well, again, somebody is pointing out how discombobulating, again, yeah. these type of things are. I mean, it really throws off everything. You doubt everything. You can't trust because when you've had these false awakenings, it feels so real. Yeah. It, it, fool, it feels so real that you're completely and utterly fooled into thinking you're awake. Yeah. So every moment, even like this person said, years later, when they think about it again, they start to doubt reality because it was so mind boggling what happened in that experience. I think it, you could just, it imprints in you and, and it's, yeah. you don't feel comfortable. How would you ever be able to trust that you're actually awake? That's like, if then this guy says it like happened, what, like by the end of it, like 15, 20 times. Yeah. You know, how would you ever be able to trust that you're awake? What if you were still, what if you lived your life for another like five years and then you woke up again and you were like, oh my God. And the doorway peeper walked past and you're like, holy shit. That was just one of the, one of the loops. Yeah. Oh God. No, that, that freaks me out. And that's an entire, that's possible. And yeah. we've had 
those awakenings after longer time periods, maybe a couple days, and then we reawake again, thinking yeah. we're awake. I've had dreams that felt like they were like a week, like a week of worth of time had passed. Yeah. But. And, well, and here's something I can add to it as a personal way of, I have really fun and interesting dreams. And uh, there's, I kind of lost my train of thought. That's how fun and interesting they were. <laughs> yeah, it sounds super interesting. Yeah. Um, shit. It was really profound. It doesn't, from this perspective, it doesn't feel that profound right now. It feels like, I mean, tell us one of the fun and interesting dreams then. Is that where you're going? You wanted to share one of your fun dreams? No, I want to, uh, I had a really good point. Well, that doesn't seem unlikely just based on, you know, the history of the show. It actually does <laughs> seem likely. <laughs> But it just is one of those moments where you're like, I had such a great idea. It was so good. It fled from your brain. Yeah. The next quickly. day you're like, I was going to be a millionaire. Yeah. Had a few of those. What were we talking about? I feel like. Uh, false awakenings. I just felt like I had a false awakening all these yeah. years later. We were talking about like really long pauses or really long false awakenings where let's say it feels like you've been awake for a month and then you wake up again. Okay. This is. Now I remember. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad that uh, that jarred it. Yeah. Have you forgotten it? No. Do you remember what it is still? <laughs> you feel like you just had a false awakening? No. Okay. So here's, I wake up kind of strange because <laughs> it Wait, takes me uh, a while to function when I wake up. So sometimes I, I, so you're just groggy is what you're saying. Yeah, like, I utilize my snooze button a lot. Oh, okay. To the point where I like, I'll take nine more minutes of rest. Yeah. But then you fall asleep. And you have this long dream, at least for me, long dream. Yeah. Sometimes false awakening dreams, but it's like days or at least hours mm. and your snooze alarm goes off. So, you know, it's only damn nine minutes at the most. Yeah. And it's probably less than that. Mm. But you just lived almost, you know, a year or two at certain points in yeah. that nine minutes. And it was felt like a long time period. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. What if that, like, you know how people have the theory that, and this, no, I guess it kind of ties in, um, that theory that when you're dreaming, you're in like a different world, right? Like you actually, like your consciousness goes out to this different world. What if in those instances, when you had really long dreams, like people have described the afterlife as being like time just doesn't move. Right. Like it's an, it's an entirely different thing once you die because time doesn't exist because it's a human construct. Right. You know? So what if in instances like that where it's nine minutes here on planet Earth, but in this, you're in this afterlife or like alternate dimension where time isn't a thing and you've lived out what to you feels like a year or two years or even a month or a week. But in reality, it's only been nine minutes. What we're really doing, what you're really saying is we live in two realities constantly. Mm. One has linear time, one has no time. Yeah, and everything one, happens kind of at once or without without an end, without yeah. a beginning. But over here in our other reality and or or plane, <laughs> okay, yeah, you have linear time. That's so you're experiencing the long time yes. with your subconscious, yeah, or whatever part of you can travel into that dimension. This is the dream of the other dimension. Yeah. The dr okay, that's perfect. Yeah, the dream of the yeah. other dimension. So But we but we remember our dreams. We remember every minute of our dreams in the other dimension. <laughs> so that's why it feels like we're just living this. Right. But we're actually dreaming it. What <sighs> if we don't remember every moment of those dreams? We just think we do. Mm. So like I'm gonna blink and I'm gonna be eating dinner. 
Well, like the dream is just a construct yeah. of your imagination or, you know, you just had like bullet points yeah, and your, your subconscious filled in all the blanks and that's <laughs> the way you think the world works. Yeah. You know, it's, this is why people say that we need Heather. This is, <laughs> this, is, this is the reason, this is the reason that Heather really completes us as a unit because you and I get off onto some very, very weird weird stuff pretty easily <laughs> very easily yeah and with her at least we can look at her and be like oh she has a, an interesting look on her face that says perhaps we should move this along yeah 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 uh, great stuff though i think that would make a great we, we, should, we need to make an episode based just on dreams about is it an alternate dimension that we go to or is it not the pros and cons i think this is the initial um foray into anything dreamlike because there's still a lot of lot of ground to be covered. Oh, there's so and actually, no, that has nothing to do with dreams. I don't know. I was like, I'm working on an episode four, and then it was nothing to do with dreams. So never mind on that. Heather, come back. Snails from Mars. Yeah, that's the one. Um, I've got another story here, and then I'm gonna hand it off to you for some of these quick hits that okay. I found. There's like I mentioned to you off air, there's surprisingly not a ton of people sharing their dream loops on the internet. Well, I kind of hope this, this, us, our little venture. Opens it up. Yeah. yeah. We'll start, make people think, yeah, that's true. I haven't really shared that. Yeah. Like if you have weird dream loops or, you know, any of that, like stuff that we've mentioned here on the show so far, please do write in because I, I was struggling to find interesting stories. Like there's some people who are like, yeah, I had it once and I brushed my teeth and I woke up again. I feel like yeah. I've talked about this with multiple people throughout my life. Mm. So I think it is more common. It could be. If it is, then people need to write in and let us know. And you can do that at the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. That's the email you're going to write in and share your story with Paranormal, Dream Loop, whatever you want. The end. Thanks for letting <laughs> I'm so I'm so used to doing it at either beginning or the end that if I did it in the middle, now it feels very off and wrong and like almost taboo. Like people are sitting at home like, oh no, Scott, did you? Did you drop the email mid-episode? <gasps> And I'm sitting here saying, yeah, I guess I did. It, it left me speechless. Yeah. So I guess I'm to get over the awkwardness of me doing a mid episode. I'm going to get into the second story. Okay. And I called this one a bad case of the wiggly limbs. It's actually wiggle limbs. I know you're going to correct it, but I changed it last minute. I, I don't actually, know which one I like. Better. I actually kind of like wiggle limbs. I'm going to go back. A bad case of the wiggle limbs. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. It's for a terrifying story. It is actually very lighthearted to start off. Uh, this is from... User Vantos. I remember waking up in a panic as if from a terrible dream. My girlfriend is awoken by my commotion and she says, it's okay, babe, it was just a bad dream. I go to get out of bed to go to the bathroom, but something is wrong. My limbs aren't working properly and I roll out of bed and I'm trying to crawl towards the door. I reach for the door handle, but it just gets further away the more I reach for it. Just then, I woke up in my bed in pain, and I thought, what the fuck just happened? And my girlfriend was awoken by my commotion, and she says, it's okay, babe, it was just a bad dream. I go to get out of bed and go to the bathroom, but my limbs don't work properly, and I roll out of bed and try to crawl towards the door. I reach for the handle, and as the doorknob gets further away, something clicks in my brain. This just happened. Just then, I woke up in my bed in a panic, and I thought, what in the actual fuck? And my girlfriend was awoken by my commotion and she says, it's okay, babe, it was just a bad dream. Click, 
I start sobbing on my girlfriend and she says, shh, it's okay, I'm here. This was different. I want to splash water on my face so I go to get out of bed, but my limbs don't work properly. Crawl towards the door, still reaching for the handle as it gets further away. Fuck. Just then I woke up in my bed in a panic and I thought, make it stop. And my girlfriend was awoken by my commotion. She says, it's okay, babe. It was just a bad dream. Frantic terror in my voice and tears in my eyes. I begged my girlfriend. It keeps happening. Please, you have to help me. She looks concerned and says, what keeps happening? Then as if my will were being manipulated, I roll out of bed, try to crawl to the door and reach for the handle as it gets further away. I can't remember how many slight variations of this scenario played over and over. But when I finally woke up and noticed light coming through the curtains, I sprung out of bed like a maniac and bolted to the door handle and flung it open. The hallway, freedom. I collapsed and began to cry trembling tears of joy. And then I woke up again. No, it's like, no, no, he didn't wake up. That was the last time he was actually awake that time. Holy crap. Oh my God. I, for what, just the way you worded that Bravo, by the way. Uh, yeah, that was great story. It was, it was very like, I would get goosebumps the more, like the further you progress into that story. And it's the same thing over and over again. You're saying the exact same thing over and over again, but, but Ooh, it gave me a chills. Just the idea of not your legs, not working. You just kind of like flop onto the ground and you're crawling towards the door. And as you're about to reach it, it just keeps getting further and further away. Have you ever had a dream Ooh. when you're, when you've slept on your arm or something and it's fallen asleep and it, that's part of your dream? Maybe, but I, I've never remembered. I've never made that correlation waking up and being like, oh, my arm was asleep or anything. I got a good one for you. Okay, let's hear it. So in this dream, I'm in the ocean. Hmm. I think surfing or boogie boarding. A shark eats your arm. A shark eats my arm. <laughs> And so then I wake up kind of in, in a panic Yeah. and like, I go to lift my arm up and it's asleep. So my arm doesn't move. So you're like panicking. You're like, oh fuck. No, it did. It did happen. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's spooky. And does that happen every time you fall asleep on your arm or is it? No, no. And most of the time I just, oh crap, my arm's asleep now. But yeah. that happened the one time and it freaked me out. So it always stuck with me. And then this story triggered it, you know, in these do you ever see the movie 12 monkeys yeah but it's been, it's been a really long time bruce willis or i thought it, it wasn't brad pitt both of them oh, okay um I remember bruce willis in that yeah he was he was the guy that did the time traveling hmm. and brad pitt was the guy he met on the other end in our in our timeline supposedly hmm. yeah that's kind of what this like reminds me of is the brad pitt character was so mentally unstable that you actually felt like Bruce Willis was mentally unstable and that's this type of thing yeah would make you feel mentally unstable and and you would doubt everything like we keep saying it makes you doubt reality yeah what a whew. I'm really glad that like shit like that doesn't happen I mean when watch me go to sleep tonight yeah god yeah I can't imagine just because at what point do you just feel helpless like at, after which variation or slight variation I should say of the same thing repeating over and over again are you just like you know what I'm just gonna lay here I'm not even gonna try to get out of bed, but like, yeah, I mean, I guess even in that instance, it kind of made you because this guy was like, like I was being manipulated. I flopped out of bed yeah. again, crawled towards the door. So ugh, ugh, no, that's well, just well, that's like too much. Almost a couple different ways you can almost look at these these types of dreams hmm. if they do happen as often as we think they do. Yeah, you know, the first thing would be at at some point you just give up and let go, and then maybe that's when you actually wake up. Yeah, um, because you're still grasping on to some semblance of reality before you finally just okay this this is unreal and let it go 
But also, why is your brain, if they say you, they struggle with what dreams are scientifically, why it matters to the brain, why it's important, yeah. what the actual, what it is actually about, because mm -hmm. it, you can't just, we're not going to just dream randomly. There's got to be a biological need for dreaming. So like if you're repeating this waking dream, is your brain just downloading some information into us uh, or, you know, translating information into a, a something that is meaningful to our, to our brain or body or our soul? Yeah. Or is it like, like a record scratch situation where like, let's say that the, it's like a, the records playing, the record of your brain is playing and then it just skips, skips, yeah. skips. It's stuck skips. in the same thing. And yeah. That's, yeah. that's almost terrifying to think that that could just happen to anyone at any random moment. And how long does it last for? And do we know people that it's been lasting for 20, 30 years? Or have we heard of stories with people that are stuck mm -hmm. in a loop in their reality that is maybe just something that, similar to this? That would almost, I feel like that would almost point towards, again, like simulation theory of some kind. It, like if it was like a digital thing where it's like, oops, the coding for, for Scott's dream sequence got fucked up again or oh no someone scratched it yeah. like the matrix when um yeah. you got the deja vu thing yeah you know maybe yeah. it's something like that could be yeah definitely could be that's very interesting um yeah okay we got a, a few short stories here if you want to take some some quick hits yeah take those quick hits from easily angry girl oh so this is written by most of my ex-girlfriends <laughs> interesting mine as well just, uh, that's not true in my case, but it just seemed like you felt like, yeah. What I'm guys do when, yeah, bro. When, <laughs> yeah. when their their female Women. podcasting yeah. host is, uh, is not in the room. Yeah. yeah. We all of a sudden revert to stupid guy stuff. Guy humor. It's yeah. the best. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll add a few fart noises and burps in here. Yeah. Not with that laugh, please. Okay. <laughs> Guess what found its way to the end of the episode? Yeah. No. Easily angry girl, who I'm sure is very kind. I bet. Lately, I've been having false awakenings from nightmares. I will dream that I'm in bed and there's a foggy, unsettling atmosphere. Nothing really happens, but I'm scared. I get to the... I get. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's. I was gonna say that's like the, the subtitle of my life. <laughs> yeah. Nothing really happens when I'm scared. Yeah. The Scott Walker story. <laughs> nothing really happens, but I'm scared. We found our first documentary. No. That is very profound. Oh yeah. I will dream that I'm in bed, and there's a foggy, unsettling atmosphere. Nothing really happens, but I'm scared. I get to a point where I'm too scared, and I think I want to wake up. So I wake up and I'm in bed when two little girls appear in the door of my bedroom talking. I can't understand what they say. Again, nothing really terrifying, but it scares me enough to want to wake me up. So I wake up and I'm in bed. Everything is normal. Finally. My mother opens the door and comes in and I ask her, what is she doing home? She jumps on my bed in an animal-like position and asks me if I'm scared. She starts biting her knee. Then she comes closer and closer, and all I can think is, I want to wake up now. <laughs> yeah. This is the time for me to wake up, for sure. Uh, like, I was already like, I wish this guy would wake up, because this is not yeah. going in a good direction. So I wake up, and I'm left with this confused feeling. 
<laughs> As we all are, my friend. Oh. Um, I'm confused that he's experiencing the same feeling, confused feeling I am. Okay, so I wake up and I'm left with this confused feeling, scared of the scared of the possibility of not having actually woken up. It isn't always the same dream, and the number of false awakenings vary. I'm not sure what to do or stop doing to not go through this. It happens a few times a week. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Okay, first of all, how does anyone bite their own knee? How does anyone bite their own knee? That's this is a call to our listeners. Can any of you bite your own knee? No. What if we have to see that? We do. If you can videotape it and email it into the gang at the freakydeaky.com. Do no. Yeah, bite your own knee. No. I'm telling you, I don't think it's possible. Wait, unless it might be possible. I might just be getting fatter. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I just think. think there's some things you don't want to ask because you might see things that you don't need to see. Yeah. I'm putting it out there. Christian wants you to send them in. Send in your videos of you biting your knee. I think it's possible. I feel like I might have bitten my knee once when I was maybe more limber. Yeah. When you're sitting there chatting up with friends. And in this case. Knees are up to your chest. His mom, his dog jumped up on the bed and started scratching fleas and biting its knee. And for some reason, he was, he was saying imprinted his mom, his mom on yeah. it, which you guys can take any kind of way you want to. Sure. It maybe was probably his, just innocent. Maybe his mom's a bitch. Huh? Maybe his yeah. dog's a girl. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? But. Yeah. Uh, either way, send in your videos of knee biting to the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. Christian is dying to see that footage. I know one thing I'll never be doing. Check an email for us. Mm. We're going to have to hire somebody. There you go. I have somebody in mind. Yeah. So can you imagine that a few times a week? Can you imagine having that sequence play out or variations of that sequence play out? Like, I just picture the mom jumping on the bed and like, are you scared? And you're like, yeah, actually. Biting her, biting her knee. I'm very scared, mom. I'm glad you asked. I would like to wake up now. Yeah, no, fuck that, man. Fuck all this. Fuck all these stories. I'm not a fan. Not a fan. And if it happens to me after doing the research and looking into this episode, I'm going to be pissed. So I'm going to be like, karma? Yeah, I bet you would. I bet you would. Okay, so. Do you want me to read the next one? I can read it. Okay. If you want to deal with it. <laughs> I guess I'll deal with it, Christian. Go ahead. <laughs> Your username 22. Original. Very original. So my family recently moved into a new house. So this was about a year ago. We've all experienced something odd in our old house, whether it was an uneasy feeling, hearing voices, seeing things, lights turning on and off, etc. You get the point. We mostly brushed it off, maybe gotten a good laugh out of, out of a couple things. Anyway, I've always had really vivid dreams. That was quite the segue. That was. It's kind of abrupt. Yeah. A couple years back, I had four dreams and one night about a ghost in our house. Not a big deal, whatever. So in this particular dream, I remember being in a huge warehouse type place that was run down with moss and almost looked like it had burnt down. I was with a group of other teenagers. We were there to open our third eye. One by one, we would go into this room, get strapped down, and a woman would open our third eye. I can't remember exactly but I had a horrible feeling in the dream. She was evil. I'm pretty sure a kid came out and warned us after he got his third eye opened. Before that, I guess you could say he was third eye blind. 
We're going to jump back in after this kid got his third eye opened and was no longer third, third eye blind. blind. I changed my mind and wanted to leave, but she took me into the room and strapped me down. At this point, I was feeling pure dread. She drilled something into my forehead and I woke up. So I thought. I was in my room, in my bed. I still have this intense feeling and I looked up at my ceiling. There she was, floating right above me with this awful, evil look. Think Medusa-like. She tried to pull me from the bed up towards the ceiling. This was a feeling I've gotten once before trying to come out of sleep paralysis, like my soul was being separated from my body. I remember trying to fight back and eventually fell back down on my bed and actually woke up this time. I searched my room for a good 10 minutes. I was nearly in tears. That was one of the scariest dreams I've had I have ever experienced in my entire life. So this Medusa thing was trying to pull him up from the depths of hell to heaven, and he fought because he is a demon that wanted to stay in hell. Yeah. I don't think that you grasped what the story <laughs> was, Christian. Um, I think you're confusing things. But no, that's, yeah, that's kind of creepy. The idea of just like going into this old rundown building up some lady open your third eye <laughs> seems a little suspect just from the jump yeah. well, on any level that 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 is just a screwed up dream like yeah. you should not have some of these thoughts together mm -hmm. like first off it's weird to dream about having your third eye opened yeah what kind of thinking are you doing prior to that to think you need to have your third eye open i mean there's a couple different scenarios bunch of drugs yeah of course, that's the go-to. That's yeah, Christian's that's the go easy. That's the <laughs> easy drugs? one. Yeah, yeah. You also maybe some kind of spiritual awakening mm -hmm. that you're going through. I mean, that's sure a legendary a way of finding yourself. Absolutely, opening the third eye, a vision quest. Yeah, or you just lost your marbles. Hmm. And is that what you're going for? Or are you or are you leaning towards drugs? I'm thinking at certain points, and I'm missing another reference that is more like the unexplained paranormal stuff. All these are possible, and I think all these happen in these situations. But wait, there's more. Yeah, you know, sometimes you ramble straight bullshit to the point where I actually forget the point that I was going to make. So, <laughs> Ditto. I, congrats, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, weird story all the same. Each one of these passing makes me just think further and further that I hope this never happens to me. I'm still struggling with the being forced and strapped down to open that third eye. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't seem like, I mean, but this is also a third eye opening of a creepy woman in a rundown building that's covered in moss. So that's kind of the experience you expect going into that building. You're like, there's a 100% chance that I get strapped down in here and forced to do something against my will. That's what happens in buildings that are covered in moss and burned down. It almost feels like this is a misinterpreted alien abduction vision. There's one of those, there might be one of those in here. I'm not oh, sure, okay. but that actually, no, no, that was a different episode I was looking into. Sorry. We look into a lot of stuff here. It's easy to get the wires crossed from time to time. I mean, this whole episode's about getting the wires crossed. I suppose it is. I, we're to the point where I'm doubting, you're doubting, and probably our listeners are doubting that yeah. their wires aren't crossed right now. Yeah. Are you guys sure out there that you're even awake? This is the freaky deaky coming to you to tell you to wake up. It's time to wake up. Yeah.
know, someone out there just woke up from a false awakening and you're welcome. Yeah. All right. Now you're back <laughs> to sleep. Oh, perfect. Or are you? I don't know anymore, Christian. This this episode has really uh, jostled my nerves. You're welcome. Uh, this next one comes from Norps or Gnorps, but I, I'm thinking the G is silent. Yes. I get these a lot. It's really upsetting and only happens during nightmares. The worst part is, quote, waking up and whispering to my boyfriend that I'm afraid. I once had that happen and he went quiet. And I said, are you still awake? And I heard a foreign voice at the end of the bed say, yes. And I just jolted awake. That's creepy. That's that one. No, that's not cool. That reminds me of like the weird dreams you have where you kind of shake awake. The yeah. Shake awakes. Who was that voice? I know. Why is it always like the, oh God, see if I'm ever, that's the issue with me. If I'm ever in like a false awakening loop is I'm not going to be able to reach for China and try to shake her wake. Cause I'm going to be afraid that if I do that, she's going to turn around with an evil, like look on her face and be like, what's wrong, Scott? And then I'll panic. And I'll wake up again and I'll be like, okay, well I'm not going to try to shake her awake anymore. That clearly wasn't a good idea. What if she was the bad guy in your, this dream? And she's like, just go back to sleep, Scott. But you knew it was sinister. And then you couldn't go back to sleep. So you stayed mm. awake for days and then you finally fell asleep and then you woke up again in the same scenario. Yeah. Well, what's well, fingers crossed that doesn't happen. Right. Yeah. yeah. Do you think people will realize through this episode that there's certain like breaks in our conversation, which is totally one of those spots where it's, if you listen to it again, mm. maybe two, two or three times, you will see where it glitched out. And you think so? Yeah, we crossed over really quick for a second and then came back. Just oh. just check it out. Oh, uh, no, because I delete all of our gaps. I delete most of the gaps so that it flows a lot better. People don't know that, but we're not nearly as fast talkers as we sound on the podcast. I think they'll they'll find what I'm talking about. It won't be gaps, but it'll be, they'll know. Perhaps. I mean. Let us know if you know. Yeah, yeah if you know. Let us know. Okay. Because we don't know. Okay. <laughs> we have no idea, actually. Um, yeah. So moving right along, Christian, you want to lead us into this? Uh, well, we're kind of getting close to closing things out here. This one, actually, you know what? I'll read this next one, and then you can read from Unexpected Spice. No, Restless Things. Okay. Yeah. This next one comes from Unexpected Spice. The Spice Girl you never heard of. There you go. I didn't know anyone else got these. I've only had it happen twice. Once I stayed at an old-timey bank that was renovated into a house. Weird. Yeah. It was supposed to... That is really weird, right? That feels mm -hmm. weird. That's a weird choice. Weird, yeah. Weird flex, old-timey bank. It was supposed to be haunted. That night I went to sleep and kept dream looping that I would wake up in the bed. Sometimes a loop would be scary and sometimes just normal. I went through what felt like 20 layers. Nothing else odd happened to anyone else. But it will be the only time I ever sleep in a place I know is haunted. The second time also had to do with something paranormal, but I don't remember it now. My only thought has been that it would. My only thought has been that it is something paranormal. Well, unexpected spikes. That was unexpectedly not as detailed as we were hoping for, but creepy nonetheless. Especially in like a haunted location. I think <laughs> the creepiness is that like you're reading this story, but like most of the story is not there. Yeah, it's just like this happened you know, like, to me, and this is the location I was at when it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Unexpected Spice mentioned that they were staying in a bank that was renovated into a house that was allegedly haunted, right? Would you think any differently of this type of situation because it was a haunted location? 
like maybe like when you experience this in a haunted location that you are actually like it's you're being manipulated by a paranormal entity of sorts like something got in like almost freddy krueger style i think into your head it's easy to say that but i don't think hauntings would necessarily do that you don't think like and if you're on the other side and you can you know face through walls and shit you wouldn't be able to find a way into someone's subconscious mind not freddy krueger style not freddy krueger style but no, maybe I mean, maybe, maybe you're picking up on energy, energy that's mm-hmm. there and yeah. that it influences you, whether that energy's intent was to influence you or that's just the byproduct of yeah. whatever kind of crazy ass energy I'm talking about right now. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I guess I could see that. I could see either. I could see one more than the other, but either. Or to kind of go along with the theme of this, of this episode, mm. it wouldn't be either or it's both. And it keeps happening. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. That and you don't know terrifying. which one's which. It, it really do be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we, we've got one from Restless Things here, Christian. Would you mind sharing that with our audience? Yes. From the esteemed Restless Things. I ended up accidentally killing a guy in a dream. When I witnessed someone else... <laughs> yeah, a pause between killing a guy and in a dream. <laughs> See, that's why I have to edit the pauses out of this, of this podcast, because yeah, sometimes it's a bit dramatic. It's a bit dramatic. I thought that was perfectly what you wanted. Oh, you wanted... just I ended up accidentally killing a guy. And people are like, wait, what? I thought this was about dreams. Classic. Yeah. Well, I'll give you another choice. I, I ended up accidentally killing a guy in a dream when I witnessed someone else hit him with a shovel. None of that makes sense. Yeah. I killed him. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me, but dream logic told me I killed him. I cut to him buried under a tree with a shovel leaning against the tree trunk and its roots. Everything is covered except a rectangle that shows his open, unblinking, soft neon green and blue eyes. Footnote. The camera lifts off the ground as I'm now floating perpendicular above the grave, staring at his glossy, impossible eyes. I wake up. I mean, it's creepy, but then when they say impossible eyes, I'm like, ooh, sexy. Yeah. (laughs) What those eyes do? Kind of threw me off a little on that word. Yeah. Those dreamy, impossible eyes. Yeah. I wake up. I'm running late to school. Now this sounds familiar. Mm. Lagging, getting ready. My movements feel so heavy, but I eventually manage. I hear a knock on my bedroom door. I open it and it's my mom telling me to hurry up. Oh, also I have a phone call. I nervously answer it and suddenly my view is of a car driving down the valley street into our neighborhood. I cut back to myself and I start to get nervous. I hold my breath and enter the dining room to where the front door to our house is. I hear a knock. I know who it is, but I am compelled to open the door. Towering above me in the doorway as it rains outside, I look up to see a figure of shadow, completely dead, except for his eyes that were impossible. The impossible eyes? Yeah. Now Burger King. (laughs) I start to either scream or cry, but before I can, I wake up. It's morning and I'm not running late. I look around the room and breathe a sigh of relief. You know that feeling when you realize, okay, I'm actually awake. With the optional, what the fuck just happened? 
Yeah, it was that. I opened my sun blocking curtain and sun fills the room. It feels so good. I smile and turn around and he's standing right next to me, watching me still shrouded in darkness, except his eyes. I wake up and I cry. I'm actually awake this time. I look to the side and jump, even though nothing is there. You're so used to seeing it. You're just like, oh, oh good. Yeah. Oh, it's not there. Thank God. Yet, we don't know if after he wrote this, maybe he woke up. <laughs> oh, God. That means we're just in this dude's dream. Never mind. Which Take is what back. some of these stories are like. Oof. If that did happen, we would be in his dream. Therefore, we would never get to wake up. Yeah. And we would be left with those impossible eyes for eternity. Yeah. Let's play that out. Okay. So this guy in his dream sees someone get beat with a shovel and die and thinks <laughs> I forgot that he, that was this part yeah, of the dream. That was the beginning. He sees, he sees a guy get beat with a shovel to death and thinks that he killed him cuts to him bearing under the tree and, and like this rectangle. And then the camera is somehow floating above the grave, floating higher up. First though, first, huh. before you see the camera floating up, yeah. you get that perfect image of a tree with the roots, roots and a shovel Wing with like this little there. grave area. Yeah. And it's, I get this gothic view of black and white. Yeah. And then the camera just floats above these yeah. impossible neon green and blue eyes. Mm -hmm. And then you wake up to something that's like, okay, thank God, but I am running late for school, so I should get going. Yeah. And so, like, that's a complete shift in dream, right? Like, that's, right. like, day and night. It doesn't even feel like you'd be part of the same dream. And and then, you what, your mom comes to the door. You're like, oh, crap. Okay. And then you turn around, and what, it's a dude again? Like, yeah. And then this happens a third time. Like, I, it's been so long since I read that actual story that I forgot that he was still dreaming in that last <laughs> bit. Like, and I put this episode together. I forgot that he was still dreaming. Because I looked ahead, and I was like, oh, crap, that was a dream, too. No. No, that's too creepy. Just a shadow, weird shadow being with these impossible eyes. Do you remember before we started recording, you were adjusting some things around here and I'm sitting here reading and I like chuckled to myself mm. and you kind of looked at me and that, yeah. that was the story I was reading and I'd just gotten oh, to right. the end of it. When <laughs> yeah. I, and I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Weird, dude. Weird. That one's a little too strange for my blood. That That's one that would make you question everything for sure. Some of these are random, but when it's terrifying like that, when you say like an entity or something that follows you through these multiple dreams, see that, like, why can't that be an actual entity? Why does, like, it can't be something that preys on, it like almost like a Freddy Krueger thing. Again, we're back at that. But like, it could be an entity of sorts. It could be some kind of weird what spirit. If it's just like the entity of dreams that's just there with us on our dreams to help guide us through, to the, make sure we wake up at the right times, to make sure the message comes through correctly. The and, Dream Reaper. Yeah, but not necessarily like a bad thing, just a companion. But because the dream reaper is dark and mm. shadowy, we automatically, as humans, give it this ne negative con yeah. connotation when our subconscious that is experiencing it in that other realm we talked about doesn't see it quite as a dark thing. This is just the, the like, uh, you know, when you hear the old story about the river sticks or whatever, and there's that boatman that takes the the river that goes through Hades or hell. Okay, yeah. yeah. There's a boatman that takes people down. Hmm. That's what this dream reaper is kind of like. Just somebody so that's here, there with us. Here, let me scare the shit out of you momentarily. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And then he just, oops, I, you weren't supposed to turn around and see me, sorry. Yeah. The yeah. scary part would be if we didn't have that companion in the stream realm. 
I don't know what what the hell I'm talking about, but it, it kind of makes I sense. Think, I think that is very evident. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think that part, especially, super clear. Um, yeah, that is. You know what? I want to put this out there. Trisha, what do you think? Trisha, what do you think? Okay. Who's Trisha? You, Just someone. Yeah. Someone, you, that li- someone, you, that, someone that listens, that if they listen to that episode, they'll be like. They will hopefully respond with what they think. Yeah. There you go, Trisha. Balls in your court. Yep. All right. So to uh, to close out this episode, we got one last story from Bella Schilling. Which is the most normal name we've come across. Bella Schilling. Obviously, parents were Twilight Bella. fans. Was it? Is Schilling uh Bella. Well, Bella, yeah. Or they could be t-shirt fans. Bella Canvas. Not a shout out. I'm gonna I'm gonna bleep that out. You don't I get mean, advertising I know what you're talking space. about. Yeah, it shows them around t-shirts too much. Okay. Yeah, so this one comes from Bella Schilling. She says, I literally have these every single night and it is so exhausting. I usually wake up in my bed and then walk through my house and into my parents' room and they are always fucking awake in the dream, just sitting there with scary ass looks on their faces, which shows me that I'm still sleeping. (laughs) I usually have to close my eyes in the dream and try to picture the sounds around my real body in order to wake up. It's terrifying. That would be creepy. (laughs) Just walk into your parents' room and they're just like wide awake sitting up staring at you. With creepy ass faces. But, uh. You know what's funny is after all the dreams and the way it makes us think, is this dream is like, oh, finally a regular dream. I feel like I'm in reality. It's creepy, but you're like, okay, that's not as creepy as the other ones. Yeah, I guess to, to an extent, sure. At least you wake up relatively quickly. Do you have like any types of dreams like this recently? Or I'm wondering if there's like a certain age that we're at where we tend to have a lot of these dreams. Mm. Like I had them in high school a lot. Like and dream then, loops? Yeah. And then a little after in young adulthood, you know, I might up to maybe thirties. I don't really have the, the these type of dreams anymore, but now my dreams are really mellow and yeah, not my, scary at all. My dreams are more like consequential dreams where it's like adult shit where it's like, wow, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Or wow, this could be an issue for you. <laughs> you know, like, but that's the thing is like, um, mine are like, let's go sailing again. Yeah. This beach is beautiful. Well, let's go surfing. Like I, I like have experiences in my dream. I'm like, oh, something's coming after me. Fly, and then I fly. I don't really remember my dreams too often because I. <laughs> and that'll be fun to bleep out. <laughs> <laughs> People be like, wait, why don't you remember your dreams, Scott? What the hell? No, it, it's something completely mundane and not even important, but it's funny to mess with people sometimes. Um, yeah, recently I've had a couple. And one I'll share, and I'll know if China listens to the podcast because I'll, I'll she'll be mad at me for this. Um, okay. But one, you know who Rosario Dawson is, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I had a dream, and this was uh, when Alex and Chris were here, and they were in the dream, right? And so we were standing in like the kitchen or something, having like a legit conversation about something that was, I guess, important or maybe not important at all. But Rosario Dawson comes to the front door and just Ahsoka. Yes, sure. Okay. She comes to the front door and she just like like starts like grabbing up on me, like like feeling up on me and like kissing me and stuff. And I'm looking over at Alex and Chris and both of them are looking at me confused and I'm looking at them confused. And I'm like, this doesn't happen, right? This isn't supposed to be happening. And I look, I remember like, like pushing her away. And I'm like, oh no, no, that's not. And then there was a brief moment in my head in Dream Scott's head. I need I can't, I can't emphasize this enough where I was like, I just need to explain this to China and she'll totally be, she'll be okay with this. 
Like nothing wrong, right? Nothing weird happened here. It's fine. And that's how I knew I was dreaming was because in my mind, in my dream, I was like, oh, China, she would not be upset with this at all. Have you explained this to her? No, this would be, if she listens to this episode, this would be the first time she hears the dream. Because obviously Alex, Chris, and her father were all judging you in this dream. Oh, hey, look, I was equally confused. I remember being like, what? Confused is maybe the wrong answer. I was upset. I was very upset. Okay, that's no. a good way to, but it's too late, man. Yeah, you know what? Oh, you know when this judged. dream? You know when this dream happened? Hmm. This dream happened between the me getting ready for for work and going my before work nap. Oh <laughs> okay. my gosh! So it happened right after I was getting ready for work and before I left for work. It was in that nap period. See, I do that nap yeah. period too. It's just right after I wake up and hit snooze. Hmm. But mine's mine's like forty minutes. It has a little it a little bit longer. But oddly, this dream was very very short and completely confusing. And I woke up thinking weird. And I think I had just seen a news article about Rosario Dawson the day before, so I think it was just that playing into the whole mix of yeah. The that's weird. A, otherwise that's weird. It's a very weird dream. Yeah, but I felt guilty. I felt very guilty. As you should. I was like I, I was like, but China will be fine with this, right? No, nobody else was fine. Haven't <laughs> no. heard this story. Why do you think she? <laughs> nobody would be? else is fine. Yeah. I don't know. There was, there was I'd like to I hear to, how, but... how 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 this goes. Well, China, uh, if you're listening, feel free to let your dad know. Or you could group chat the both of us and you could say, not a fan. You know what? If China's not listening, one of her friends that is listening should probably tell her to listen to this just so her dad could be entertained. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Fantastic news. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but I don't remember too many of my dreams outside of that. Weird just one. Rosario, just, da- just Dawson. Rosario Dawson, and there was one other one that I think I should have remembered because I think it was it was more Who was scary. She in that one, nice try. Yeah, that one had <laughs> nothing to do with any of that. It was more scary than anything. But I don't remember the details. Probably my brain was like, you don't need to remember that one. That one's not for you. <laughs> Sounds like uh, what's his name? Ryan Reynolds. His brain talking to him. To Ryan himself. Reynolds. Yeah, that one's not for you. Just ignore that one. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is my spirit spirit animal, so that that checks out. He, I think he is for a lot of guys, but more out of just wishful thinking. Because we all wish we could be Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, if you think true. about the movies he chooses to do, you're like, I would have made that choice too yeah. on every single one of them. Yeah, and if uh, if we have any diehard Ryan Reynolds fans out there, have you seen Two Guys and a Girl? Because that's how that's how I differentiate. If you've if you've seen the show Two Guys and a Girl, then I think okay, there's someone that's been with Ryan Reynolds for quite some time. Two Guys and a Girl my favorite tv show of all time and i only have a bootleg really shitty like vhs quality of it but it was a fantastic show very hilarious pre or um post green lantern way pre this is like 90s there's no such thing as ryan reynolds in the 90s he just appeared out of the ether <laughs> it was like it was late 90s or maybe there's only three seasons of it maybe early 2000s but no way past like 2001 2002 so it was like the original version of the perfect internet conspiracy because i don't think he existed back then i think he, i have these I, files on my computer i'm telling you yeah this is a government conspiracy nobody is perfect <sighs> as ryan reynolds exists in this world yeah christian's gonna force the the outro music to start playing <laughs> no, <that's, laughs> now um yeah but great show so if you have actually seen an episode of two guys and a girl right in right in say hey scott you're not alone in that have you not seen it since then? Is it not available on anything? It is streaming nowhere. Wow. It is streaming nowhere. I have, I like I said, I have like torrents of it that I downloaded over a decade ago, probably still holding up good on a, an external flash or an external hard drive. Let's do an experiment. 
Hmm. Like this could be a level of intention now that we have put this out in the universe. Let's see how long it takes from us speaking into these microphones to it becoming available on a streaming, streaming service. service. Ooh, I would like that because the original title was Two Guys, a Girl in a Pizza Place. Shortened it to Two Guys and a Girl, which I know sounds just pornographic in nature, probably. But back then it wasn't. Back then it was a little more wholesome. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. If anyone's heard of that or seen that show, right in. It's and one of my favorites. You, you can tell his fandom by the way he said, yeah, that was a little bit more wholesome. Sure. Sure. Like, but he said it in a Ryan Reynolds voice. So you could tell he's a longtime fan. Longtime fan. Yeah. Classic. And I think on that note, uh, we do like to wrap up the episodes with wholesome celebrities. Ryan Reynolds being this this week's um, great episode. I felt good about that. That was a fun one. I, it was fun. Yeah. You know, anytime we can end it on a, a celebrity like Ryan Reynolds, it's good. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, do you have any parting words, any final thoughts for our listeners about dream loops, false awakenings, human subconscious? I think normally I would jump in on some skepticism, but I think we need to explore not this just just not just this part of the dreaming, but just dreams in general, because I think there's a lot mm. to go into there. So I think you're going to hear us talk about it. Dreams. Either maybe this season again or next season, You'll, you know, or depending on some of the feedback we have, too. I mean, we could go into it quicker. Yeah. yeah an episode I'd like to do dream related would be dreams of like um, almost like not not so much i guess prophetic is a word for it but like like of the future like dreams of the future even like minute instances where people have dreamed and then that instance has happened in reality right because there's some i've read a bunch of them on reddit and i'm every time i read them, i'm like damn that'd be interesting to kind of experience right you dream something and then you're like oh interesting that happened i i have one and this is a teaser for for this future episode hmm. that's and this maybe not the same episode you're talking about, but I have one that's almost like time travel. Yeah, I like the sound of that. Yeah. Time travel is another episode, guys. We're just really drumming up episodes over here. Uh, if you have any ideas for episodes or uh, stuff you'd like to hear us discuss on the show, please, please, please feel free to write in at the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. Um, if you are not already doing so, follow us on social media. You can find us at TFD Paranormal on TikTok or at Freaky Deaky Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, just about everything else. More importantly, if you want more Freaky Deaky content, you can find us on YouTube, the Freaky Deaky podcast, where we have every episode. We started doing this thing where we're filming bonus clips for the episodes and releasing them on YouTube. So you get to hear the episode here. Head on over to the YouTube. If you like this episode, you got even more content to check out, more stories, good time. And we're just kind of playing around with that format, seeing how it does. I think you guys are gonna enjoy it, Christian. We've been having a lot of fun. It seems like it's more, it helps us. We get in a flow a little better with that way too. Yeah, like we're, It's easier for us to, to work around that stuff and try to, instead of going for clips from the episode and finding the footage of it and all that and interrupting us recording, we're just writing extra stuff for YouTube based around the topics we speak of in the episodes and it's, great yep. so far i mean it's a test so if you like it be sure to let us know if you don't tell us to go back to the way we're doing it we're not set in stone we're not super stubborn unless you don't believe in ghosts well and and if you really like something that you the way we've done it before just figure out which we, reawakening in the in the dream loop you're yeah. in and just point us in that direction we'll we'll track yeah. it down yeah pulling it back pulling it back around one one last thing there is a new shirt design new hoodie design in the shop right now and it's fantastic and you need to go get it go check it out it is a ufo abducting christian and our beloved shop dog r.i.p bristol and it says i want to be leaving i love it yeah it's great 
It's fantastic. So go check that out. It's available in t-shirts, hoodies, and actually a framed poster. I think I might get a framed poster for the shop because it just looks dope. I really oh. love the design. <laughs> like, so I want that hanging up somewhere in here. I just have to find a spot for it. Once I heard Bristol was in it, I was happy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a great tribute. Uh, so check that out and then be sure to come back next week when I will be, be more bionic yeah. than this week. Krishna will be part robot. He'll have robot knees or yep. knee. Robotney and uh and yeah the gang will get just a little more into the ai verse you know what would be even more amazing hmm. is with the robotic knee if i had an experience with awakening take that as you will i take it as a really weird way to end the episode good night everyone <laughs> we will see you later <laughs> actually sorry. This is science.